Hi, I'm Donna Brendel, and I'm the host of I Should Say That Out Loud. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. We are in Season 2, Episode 7, called Going Back to High School. And this series was inspired by a book that I'm reading by Tyler McNamer called Population One. I am an autistic adult. I've wondered about being autistic for about 15 years, and I've been diagnosed for about four years. But I've always been autistic, and I always will be autistic. And my goal in life is to help people understand autism in a new and different way and learn how to strategize techniques to thrive in life, whether you're an autistic person or someone who cares for an autistic person. This is a difficult task, but I do difficult things. So let's just go for it together. So here's my experience in high school with boys. With one boy in particular, especially. So this boy also was in band. This boy also played a low brass instrument. So we sat close together in grade school when we were in band together before I moved. But then when I moved, I didn't get to see him anymore. So I thought in my brain, he was a really good musician. And I was, I didn't even realize I was a good musician until I moved and I was moved up the first chair. If you're in the band world, you know that first chair means that you're a good musician. You're the best player in that section to be in first chair. So in, in grade school, this boy was ahead of me. He wasn't, I don't think he was in first chair, but he was ahead of me in the lineup of, of musicians in this section. But then in high school, in our freshman year, I passed him up and went to the higher band, and he was still in the regular band. And then sophomore year, he was going to move up to the higher band, and I was so excited I was going to be able to see him again. But then guess what? We moved to a different school, and I didn't get to see him at all. People with autism are very faithful and loyal to the people that they like and care about. And even though I had a crush on this boy, and he either didn't have a crush on me or was oblivious to the fact that I had a crush on him or if he did he didn't let me know that he knew <laughs> it didn't matter to me that he didn't show that to me I still cared about him I still had a crush on him and it was like no other boys existed that's kind of what someone with autism does is we get we have special interests so we get interested in a thing, a topic, a hobby, a skill set, and we dive in and jump in and we are just focused, hyper-focused on that thing and we learn all about it and we get really good at it and we get really specialized in it. And this can apply to people too. We can get really honed in on one certain person, whether that person likes us back or not whether that person is a healthy person for us or not. I didn't know this at the time. I didn't know any of this at the time. So in my autistic teenage brain of a girl with a crush on a boy, <laughs> I, was, I was coming up with ideas of how I could see this boy again, even though we were in different schools. So I knew that I played the trombone and I was really good at it. I was actually getting 
better and better at it. And I would go back to my old high school and visit this boy. And I, you know, I visited all of my friends, but I really was there to visit him specifically. <laughs> I think he knew that. But anyway, as I went back to visit him, I could see that he was growing in his skill set too. And a, a lot of our friends, our mutual friends, were talking about practicing to get to state in their, you know, junior or senior year. So I just kind of assumed that he was in that group of friends that was going to be practicing hard to get to state. Okay, backtrack. So here's my idea. Here's my plan that I came up with. I planned to go to state <laughs> for the specific reason to see this boy. Of course I wanted to go to state just because it's an awesome thing to go to state as a musician. But when I didn't feel like practicing, my motivation was, I won't get to see the boy if I don't practice and I don't go to state. And that got me to pull my trombone out at night when I was exhausted and I had a lot of homework. I still practiced because I wanted to see the boy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying here? <laughs> and in my junior year, I made it to regionals. I didn't even think I was ready. And I told my band director, I'm not ready. I can't audition. I, I just... I." I can't handle the stress. He said, no, don't worry about going to state. He said, just audition and get to know what the process is like, get to know what the experience is like, so that when you get to your senior year, you'll know what to expect and you'll be more prepared and you'll do better and you'll get to state. I loved that advice. That was great advice and I took it and I did audition for state my junior year. I did not make it, but I made it to regionals and I experienced the process. And then for my senior year, I was less nervous, less freaked out, and I did better. So senior year, been practicing through my lunch period and every night and during band practice as well and through all of our performances all year long, which I was in every performance I could be in, I auditioned for state and I made it to state. And it was in Peoria, Illinois, I believe. We had to drive down there. The whole drive down there, I'm not thinking about the performance or the experience down there. I'm thinking about, I get to see the boy, finally. <laughs> After all these years of hard practice, I get to see the boy. So we get there, I check into my hotel. There's a whole mess up with the hotel and I'm in like a room of boys instead of a room of girls. We get that straightened out. <laughs> it was I was the only person from my high school there, so I had to share a room with people from a different high school. So yeah, that was an awkward situation, for sure. But it didn't matter. I was focused on the boy. That's all that mattered that weekend. <laughs> so I get finally settled into my correct room. I get my trombone in the case, and I walk down to where we're auditioning, because you have to audition again to get your seat at state, get to where I'm auditioning, and I know that I'm going to see kids from my old high school in the boy, right? So I wonder, I don't even know how many kids have made it. And I, I'm looking, looking, looking for kids that I know, fellow students that I used to go to school with. And I'm walking down the hall, walking toward where we audition, and I, I get closer to where we audition, and I see 
two people I recognize, a drummer, a percussionist, and a flute player. And I'm all excited, and I run up to them, hi, 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 how you doing? Yeah, you made it, congratulations. And I'm looking around, where's everybody else? Like, what about this person? What about this person? And I name off a few people, because I don't want to make it obvious that I'm looking for one person in particular. And they're like, no, that person didn't make it. No, that person didn't make it. And I'm like, the boy didn't make it. That was never a possibility in my brain in all of these year, <laughs> years and days and nights of practicing. I never, it never ran across my mind of the possibility that he might not make it and I might not see him there. <laughs> so the shock and horror of the realization that I made it and he didn't was so hard to overcome. And then I had to go and audition. Which I did find, and I enjoyed the weekend, and it was wonderful. So much fun, and oh, it was amazing to play with these very, very talented musicians. I'm so glad I put the time and effort into making it to state because it was a great experience for me. I am just sad that I didn't communicate to the boy or to anybody else my ridiculous plan and idea. <laughs> um, but who knows, maybe I wouldn't have worked so hard. Maybe I wouldn't have made it. Maybe it's what I needed to motivate me. And maybe that's just okay. It's just a crazy, silly high school story that worked out for me. Maybe not so much for the boy, but it worked out for me in the end. <laughs> Tune in next week for part three of this three-part series, Going Back to High School. Thank you so much for watching this episode all the way through. Please subscribe to this episode like and share this episode, and share your comments so that we can grow this community together. And tell me in the comments how you've related to my stories today. Let's do this difficult thing of raising awareness and support for the autism community together. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. <laughs>